Today, we're going to try a slightly different format for the podcast. First up, we'll get an insight into the therapeutic benefits of food from nutritional therapist Yurene Verstraten. And after the chat with Yurene, I'm going to share 19 different ways which you can improve your diet and nutrition starting straight away. I first met with Yurene when she started training at Ackley as a personal training member. We had plenty of good chats after her sessions about food and training, so it was great to get the opportunity to sit down for this interview. I'm very grateful to Yurene who took a time out from her busy work schedule with her company, Dynamic Nutrition, that is based at the Natural Clinic on Sullivan's Quay. Yurene has based her approach on the results of her personal experience with her own health and coupled it with a scientific background. She teaches her clients to work the natural systems of their bodies to maximize health and well-being. The blend of a scientific approach, a nutrition approach based on cooking and eating real whole foods, and personal success ties in great with the approach that we have here at Ackley and makes for great listening. Enjoy the show. The Rebel Matters podcast is sponsored by Ackley, a company that I founded myself in 2013 and that is based in the Crawford Business Park on Bishop Street in the heart of Cork City. This episode of the podcast is particularly relevant to what we do at Ackley. Having a wholesome approach to nutrition is such an important part of becoming healthier and stronger, which is what we concern ourselves with on a daily basis at Ackley. The approach that we have to training is rooted in basic gymnastics, bodyweight training, traditional strength and conditioning and movement training. A crucial part of what we do at Ackley is provide each member with a customised training programme to suit their goals and abilities. And there's always an Ackley coach at hand to help our members progress with each and every session. Accountability, expertise and support from a coach is a big part of what makes our training so effective for our members and what makes our training suitable for all levels of ability, whether you're starting out from the very beginning or are an experienced trainer. If you're interested in coming on board as a personal training member at Ackley, go to ackley.ie, that's A-C-L-A-I.ie, and book yourself in for a 20-minute complimentary consultation at a time that suits your schedule. During your consultation, we'll go through your goals, establish a strong plan to achieve them, and get you started. Do you think that we're over medicated today? Um, yes and no. Uh, I, I know there's a, a place and time for certain medication totally and, and, and most medication here are obviously there for a reason. But some of so, some people don't even know why they're on their whole list of, you know, A, B and C. Um, and sadly, a, a lot of medication create create a lot of side effects and then you need to get more medication for that as well so it sometimes it's it's a whole spiral of of things that maybe in the first place if you say would have been exercising enough or if you would have been putting the right foods in your mouth could have been avoided like being from a sports science background and sort of a scientific background myself i feel like a lot of the information that we get about nutrition is based on how many grams 
of protein, carbs or fats are in something or how many calories a certain type of food is per hundred gram. But I really feel like we miss out on something very important about food and that's the social side of things. Like where does that come into the picture when it comes to the nutritional therapy and the work that you do? Um, for me, it's it's huge. Uh, luckily, I, I grew up in a family where we had food around the table and we all ate together and there was no, you know, one person sitting on the couch mindfully shoveling their food in while staring at TV. Um, so yes, you're 100% right. The social aspect of food is is huge, not only because it helps you with engaging with your food, but also... You know, if you're around good company, you you relax better. You're, you're usually relaxed more. And if you then eat, your food gets more of a chance to absorb rather than when you're all tensed up looking at your computer screen, answering emails while, you know, trying to eat your hamburger or, you know, eat, eat your, your lunch, whatever you're eating. So the social aspect is, is huge. And I, I really engage on with my clients on trying to for them to trying to engage with their food which is huge because if you if you engage with your food before you're eating you're already starting the whole process of digesting your food which is you know the start of being able to absorb your food and um use all use all the nutrients that are going and there's a cultural side of eating together as well learning from each other and having conversations and sharing knowledge and sharing what sort of uh, how to behave socially for young people when they're eating around the table as well. Do you think that's something that we've we've lost, or maybe that isn't as common as it used to be? Um, I I think so. Obviously, I you know I I can't tell. First of all, not being fr- from Ireland, but second of all, because I don't look in everyone's home. But I definitely think there there's a huge aspect to it because, um, you know. It's it's only a small way of, of of mannerism to not leave the table and not not everyone is finished. You know the small little things, and and I definitely think there is the, the social behavior, not just the social aspect, is is part of that as well. And on that point that you mentioned, how do you find the the food world in Ireland? Um, it took me a while to get used to it. <laughs> um, What's the difference? The difference. Uh, I'm I'm here seven years now. When I moved here, I was I was baffled that if you order a pizza, you get chips with it, or if you order lasagna, you get chips with your lasagna. Um, this is you know in a typical pub food uh, world. What do I find different? Um, th- those were the the biggest thing things that shocked me um, about food in Ireland. The rest is pretty much the same. You know, we, we're more bread people from the Netherlands and maybe less cereal people. Um, so, you know, we would have, if you go to a supermarket, there would be a bigger bread aisle and there would definitely be a bigger dairy aisle. Like we're mad for our cheese. So that would be, the ratios would be a bit different. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, it's it's pretty much the same. See, there's so many different cultures in Ireland and in the Netherlands. So you... You can get anything you want, really. So um, I was hoping to hit you up with a bit of a quick fire round, little, some some off-topic questions, if that's okay with you. Yeah, go for it. The first one is, what advice would you give to a 10 years younger version of yourself? Uh, chase your dreams and never give up. 
Is that something that you that you forgot at one stage or that you learned along the way? It's definitely something I learned along the way. Uh, well, if, I've always been, you know, trying to work as hard as possible. And if I wanted something, I'd go out and, and get it. But you can always chase your dreams just that little bit harder. And who is a person, a person that's inspirational to and why? That um, will be Bethany Hamilton. I don't know if you've heard of her. She uh, She's a pro surfer. And when she, I think she was 14, she got her arm bitten off by a shark. And I think it was around Halloween when she got her arm bitten off. And within a couple of months, she was back on the board. And she is, I, I think it's amazing how someone just doesn't give up no matter what, what happens. Uh, I had a little surf accident myself, not as drastic as Bethany Hamilton, but I can totally imagine how, well, I know how, how scary it can be to get back on the horse or get back in the bo- on the board in, in her case. And I, I think, you know, it shows character to not give up. And I think there's a movie. Is there a movie? Yeah, Soul it? Surfer. Okay. And is, is it, I wonder, is it on Netflix? I don't know. I've I, seen it somewhere recently anyway. But I think it could be. Okay. Um, I'll have to check it out because I haven't seen it. But what happened to your what happened in your surf accident? I went surfing and I surfed off my finger. You surfed off your finger. Yeah. What? You you do have what? How, how did that happen? I don't know. I think I I whacked it on the board. Um, oh, on in while trying to jump on the wave and uh, it just I think it bent the wrong way. So um, I took off my glove and. It wasn't attached to my hand anymore, so I had to uh, get it stitched up. Okay, and how did you how did you deal with that? Were you in the you had obviously in the water? You had to like go out straight to the hospital, or yeah, I went to a hospital. Um, initially, I thought it was just something that happens to any surfer. I was obviously quite new to surfing, um, so I thought they would just glue it back on, and I'd be working the same night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, little did I know I was out out of work for <clears throat> nearly a month because you know apparently if if you get something amputated your nerves have to regrow or pull back or whatever it is they're doing so um, it was quite painful but uh, I thought it was hilarious at the time. You thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. Um, so who is a person or a group that you would love to work with at some stage in a professional capacity? In a professional capacity, I'd love to be able to work with um, with someone that works with athletes in, on a nutritional level, so with, with pro athletes. Um, I've been to a couple of uh, sports and nutrition uh, conferences, and what some, what some people at the top do is just fascinating. It's very, very sciencey, so I'd just be... You know, the little mouse in the corner trying to follow what they're doing, but it it is mind blowing what she can do with all the research and you know all the all the tracking that is done these days with in relation to athletes. So it's I'm fascinated by it. And what's your favorite thing about living in Cork City? That it's very compact. Everything is only a walking distance away from from Cork, uh, and at the airport's really close. <laughs> <laughs> few people have said that thing about being compact yeah some people say it as a good thing and some people say it as a bad thing because everybody knows each other but then most people say it as a good thing yeah i think it's good because you know 
you don't have to go far if you forgot something and yeah it's, I like it if you could change one thing about Cork what would it be I'd love it to be very very close to a very big beach <laughs> okay uh, so are you did, did you go back surfing after your, your I accident? did um after a while but uh I, ne- I never really enjoyed it since so I've just given up on on my water uh, activities <laughs> and do you have a favorite book I don't I, I like to read but I, I don't have a lot of time to read as long as it helps me switch off my mind apart from the the research books that I read but and you have an inspirational quote that you would like to share with us. Yeah, you quoted it already, actually. I got it. <laughs> yes, you did. Let, uh, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. I read your mind. Yes, you did. And so what's upcoming in the next year or so for you? <clears throat> uh, I'm planning a very busy year. Uh, the end of this year, I'll be running a vegan cooking workshop. And in January, I'll be running a, a short evening course uh, on basic nutrition and healthy living and, and cooking as well. Uh, and I'll still be taking clients on Tuesday and Wednesday in the natural clinic. And um, apart from that, I'm, I'm doing catering gigs as well. So I do catering in weekends for, for some people. Uh, and that's pretty much my year filled. Hey, you're busy. <laughs> yes. You mentioned something there, actually. Maybe we should talk about it a little bit. But I feel like the even the term vegan is a very polarizing term these days. And that people can get very excited about it on one side and on the other side. So I don't even know what the question is, but... Why vegan? Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of my clients are, are asking about vegan vegan food. And I think there's definitely an increase in... The interest in vegan food, um, and I think the reason why some some people ask me about vegan food is what so, what some people do is they they say oh I'm going vegan and they have still have their potatoes and cabbage, but they just cut out the bacon, and then they wonder why after a while after a while of that lifestyle they don't feel very good so they they cut out a whole food source so they they don't replace it with you know, sufficient protein. And, and I think that's where some people start to struggle. So I think people are looking for a more healthier way of um, a lifestyle that's not as damaging to the world. I don't know if that makes sense. So do you think that people take up a vegan lifestyle so that they 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 don't, if, if on, on moral grounds, and so they're not eating as much meat which for some people not- yes yeah I, I do think there is people are getting more aware of you know the fact that th- there is you know there is going to be a point where where we can't keep producing as much food as we're producing now and growing as many cows and so so I, I do think people are becoming a bit more aware of it and they they give it a go um and if they want to do it the right way it, it's more sustainable if you're doing it the right way rather than if you just cut, it, cut out the the meat. Or the As in it's a healthier way of doing it by replacing your regular protein sources with an alternative protein source rather than just cutting the protein out completely. Yes, yes, exactly. <clears throat> and I'm just interested, like it's a, it's, it is an interesting topic of conversation. I don't want to like, uh, like I, I don't really, it doesn't make any difference odds to me what way somebody eats, whether they're vegan or not. But I just... I'm just interested in the fact that different people do it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And in the 
for, when people are doing it from, from, from a moral standpoint, like where do you draw the line between uh, not eating meat because obviously an animal doesn't have to get killed and but then like we we tend to import a lot of vegetables from other countries that create a lot of destruction on the other side of the world like avocado the avocado trade and things like that mm-hmm. like where where is the lane there it it's a very it's a very difficult line and i i can totally get your point so i think it's really um it's 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 a difficult topic for me to to actually talk about because there there is vegans out there and they you know they they praise the whole vegan um lifestyle which you know i have no problem with but then they go to the shop around Christmas and they buy a, a, a mock-style turkey um, roast. And, you know, th- that that's what I have an issue with. You know, you either eat the meat or you don't. So it's... it's um, the, you're, you're talking about the carbon footprint. I think there it, it's, it would be a smarter move to go and try and be more self-sustainable. So, you know, tr- try and do your own bit and try and grow, grow some veg. And I I, th- I think that, that there's ways around it, but yeah, the, the, um, what you mentioned with avocados being imported and, and most f- vegetables and fruit uh, are being imported. It's very, it's difficult to, to, to grow everything yourself. I guess there's a strong case there for eating food that's produced locally. Yes. Which we have a lot of in Ireland. Yes. Uh, uh, vegetable, sources and I guess meat sources as well like we we're probably one of the best countries in the world for producing yeah. uh, free range beef and yeah. pork and things like that as well yeah most most uh, Irish uh, meat is grass fed so you know again it's it's a choice to to get that your yourself yeah actually that's something that's like the grass fed beef is a seriously um, popular thing in america at the minute to sort to seek that out it seems whereas most of our beef in ireland is grass-fed anyway yeah like is there something there where there's we're in a i feel like we're in a slightly different position with the abundance of really good food that we have in ireland compared to say the really big cities and things in america where they're they have to mass produce their food a lot more so they use more more um chemicals and things to treat the land and they have much more vast uh, farms for raising animals that are kept in like quite poor conditions mm. and a lot of times. So is is there a difference there between what we have in this country? Like we're a small island country and we've always been very agricultural and there's an abundance of good food to be found and sourced locally compared to a massive country like America where things are produced on a much greater scale and the quality a lot of the time can be reduced then. Yes, I definitely think there is there is um, a difference in quality uh, and and amounts as well. Like as you as you said, there the, the the amount of food waste in in the states is just shocking, and I I'm glad Ireland isn't as bad just yet. But <clears throat> um, I definitely think there 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 is ways for for people living in Ireland to sustain themselves a bit more than rather than getting everything imported. So I think that the vegan conversation could probably go on for a couple of hours if we if we wanted to, and we <laughs> yes. could ruffle up a lot of feathers there. Uh, but I want to just thank you very much for coming in and doing the podcast no worries, with you're me. Very welcome. And to finish up, uh, how can people follow your progress or get in touch? 
Um, people can either contact me through Facebook on Dynamic Nutrition Cork or Instagram. Or uh, if you want to book a consultation, you can do that through uh, thenaturalclinic.ie. And what's your Instagram handle? Dynamic Nutrition Cork. And <laughs> there know. are good good food pictures on that Instagram. Yes. Well, I try to. And, you know, if I do have a spare minute, I try to rustle up some food and um, take a picture of it. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks very much. No worries. Thanks for having me. I hope that my chat with Eureen gave you a valuable insight into the positive effect that tweaking your nutritional habits can have on your health and well-being. The following are 19 ways which you can start to improve your diet straight away and the full post is available on the Ackley website as a post that I put together myself recently. I'll add the link to the full post in the show notes. So here we go. There are many things that you can do to start fixing up your diet and it can be very confusing to try and work out where to start, especially when you're trying to get a fresh start off the ground. In this article, I want to give you some solid information to get you started and a nudge in the right direction as to what you should be doing if you really want to get the best results possible from your training. Before we get stuck into the action steps that you can take to definitively improve your nutrition and build great habits for the future, I want to briefly touch on your perception of how long it takes to change your body for the long term. The notion that you can take some high-tech cutting-edge shortcut to get a beach body in inverted commas in 6, 12 or 16 weeks is absolute baloney. Sure, it's possible to make some gains in a month or two of training and eating the right way. And sure, if you wanted to focus simply on getting your body weight down, then I could just get you to eat nothing but two eggs a day and in a few weeks you'd be as skinny as a skeleton. However, and this is a major however, losing weight does not equal being healthy. It's more accurate to aim for health and watch the body weight drop than simply dropping the body weight and expecting your your health to follow suit. The problems with dropping weight dramatically are many, but chiefly include the following. Being on a very restrictive diet can leave you deficient in nutrients. Doing something excessive for a short period of time more often than not causes a backlash of overeating and falling back on old habits. Extreme approaches approaches that are not based on learning new habits mean that you don't have the software built into your system to maintain the gains. Enter weight regain. Eating like a rabbit or being dependent on processed foods and or supplements takes the enjoyment out of eating food. Hands up who wants to eat mainly protein powder for the rest of your life. Not me anyway. Basically, what I'm saying here is that there's no real shortcut to this. What I'm going to show you in this article is the shortcut. Albeit a shortcut that requires real effort, dedication, consistency and a bit of thinking. The results, however, will be worth it, believe me. As a final note before getting stuck in here, it's crucial for you to know that there are, that you are responsible for the food that you eat and what you drink. You alone are responsible for your health and the sooner you realise these things, then the sooner you're going to get to where you want to be. Followed consistently, the information here will eliminate the need for ridiculous diets and will take you off the vicious cycle of losing weight and putting it back on. It'll stop you from looking for the next diet or programme and will put the joy back into your food. So here goes. 19 things that you can do to fix your crappy diet, roughly ordered in priority. Number one, drink two to three litres of water per day. The single most important and most effective thing that you can do, in my opinion, is to drink water every day. There isn't a single system in your body that won't be enhanced by keeping it watered. 
Get a bottle, fill it up and sip on it throughout the day. Drink more when you work out. And before you ask, tea, coffee, sports drinks and any other drink doesn't count. Just drink water. Number two, eat a breakfast. The most important meal of the day, as they say. Personally speaking, I prefer to eat an egg-braced breakfast such as an omelette, scrambled eggs or boiled eggs. Porridge is really good as well. Keep the protein content of your breakfast high and the sugar and carbohydrate content relatively low by scrapping the juices, smoothies with lots of fruit and cereals. Eating a breakfast is crucial as it sets you up for the the rest of the day. Skipping it means you'll be super hungry later in the day and more likely to eat rubbish. Number three, find a source of good fast food. In the ideal world, we would all bring a few lunchboxes to work with us and eat great food that has been prepared in advance all day, every day. However, this can be hard to achieve in the beginning, especially if you're on a tight schedule. To tide you over until you're organised and ready to prefer food in bulk, suss out the local food outlets. Find the healthy places that do salads and high quality food. Going to the local deli for a wrap or roll is going to set your progress back big time, so it's time to find a substitute. Look out for local businesses that specialise in great quality, healthy food. Being healthy is trendy these days, so these little local shops are popping up everywhere. There are companies who even deliver a week's worth of great food straight to your door. If having the food delivered in lunchboxes, cooked and all, floats your boat, then check out this option. If you have a canteen in work, then work something out so that you can get meat, salad, vegetables and fruit from there. The bottom line is, don't eat fast food and expect to be in shape. Number four, shop once a week. Having good food in the house is the first step to actually consuming good food. Set aside one day per week where you can go and do a big shop. Stock up on vegetables, meats, oats and other whole foods. Creating a shopping list that you can have and just bring with you to the shops every week is a great step as well. Shopping once per week will reduce your overall food bill massively and give you a much better chance of eating more good food and less bad food. Number five, eat slower. Eat, chew and swallow one forkful or spoonful at a time. Chew your food until it's mush. This will make you feel fuller sooner and most importantly, break your food down enough so that your body will be able to extract the goodness from it. If you eat a plate of food, wait 10 minutes before going for seconds to allow your body to work out if you're actually still hungry. Number six, build your food awareness. Start learning about food. You don't need to become a nutritionist or a dietitian, but start building an awareness about what foods are best, when to eat certain foods, and most importantly, how to cook a few things. Number seven, eat real food. Doing the same thing as you've always done and expecting a different result has been called insanity in the past. Eating real food can mean some tough love and a bit of an adjustment period. It's normally at this stage of the conversation that I start to hear people say, but my cereal says it's really healthy on the packet, or... I eat well except for my scones and biscuits at night time. If you want real results from your training and your diet, then it's time to realise that what you've been doing up until now is not the right way. Eat, a whole, eat whole unprocessed foods and be honest with yourself about the choices that you're making and the results that you can expect. Number eight, learn how to cook. Having a few easy recipes in the back pocket is a winner every time. Learn how to make a stir fry, a curry, a chilli and a stew. When you've mastered these, you can play around with them as much as you like and are guaranteed to have an easy-to-cook meal that you can cook a lot of in one go. Eat a portion for your dinner and divide the rest into lunchboxes for later. Number nine, build consistency. This is the absolute key. Build yourself a routine around breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinking water, your training sessions and being generally active on a day-to-day basis. Start on a Monday 
and plan through to Sunday. Once you have a routine that works and it ties in well with the, the, the rest of the information that's presented here, stick with it. If you fall off the wagon, just get back on the wagon afterwards. And actually, we don't really usually do meal plans, except in the most exceptional circumstances, and especially not before the action steps in this article have been acted upon for a realistic period of time. Number 10, fix your portion sizes. Eating the right food is a great start. The next thing is to make sure that you're eating the right amount to fit your goals. It's good to have some sort of idea about how many calories you need based on your activity levels and fitness goal. But to be honest, we're not big on counting calories directly. Food is to be enjoyed, and if you're eating the right foods in the right amount on a regular basis, then you're doing pretty well. Number 11. Time your carbohydrate intake. Without getting too technical here, carbohydrates are an easy source of energy for us humans. That's part of the reason you reach for something sugary when you're hungry. The problem is that we can e easily eat too much carbohydrate-rich foods and subsequently store the excesses as fat. Having said that, we still need carbohydrate-rich foods, such as rice, potatoes and fruits, to fuel our day. The best time to eat them is after training. This is why your post-training meal can contain a good carbohydrate source, and other meals should mostly contain meat and vegetables. If you know that you're going out for a meal, to a party or another social gathering that you can't avoid, as a damage limitation strategy, you can reduce the carbohydrate intake in the rest of your day before the social event and do a training session before you head out if you want to stay on top of your results. Number 12, prepare food in advance. Having good food at hand is a great way to make the right choices from day to day. If you set aside a bit of time on one day per week, you can really save yourself time, money and heartache. First, get a lot of small to medium sized lunch boxes. Second, cook as much food as you can and divide it up into the lunch boxes. Store some in the fridge and more in the freezer. You can also chop up all your vegetables to speed up cooking time during the week and make a very large salad to store in the fridge and use with meals. Number 13, sit still for five minutes. Bad food choices are often down to eating erratically and or eating on the run. Five minutes a day spent sitting quietly, focusing on your breathing will give you the headspace to be calm and collected and as a byproduct, you're going to be more likely to be mindful and conscious of the food that you're eating. Build the five minutes into your routine and do it consistently. After a week or two, you'll miss it if you don't do it. Number 14. Find more people like you. A problem shared is a problem halved, or more appropriately, as they say in Irish, Guran Birch Boher. Two shorten the road. Find a friend or family member who's on a similar path and help each other out. Join up with a club that has a supportive environment and use your initial motivation as a push to get in with like-minded people. The initial motivation that you get upon realizing that you want to change is absolutely great and should be used to turbo boost your efforts and build in the right kind of environment around yourself that will sustain your efforts. Staying highly motivated for a long enough to achieve your worthy and substantial goals is very difficult. Like the rest of us, you'll have good days and bad days. Being in a supportive environment helps you get back on track ASAP and also helps keep the number of bad days you have at bay. Number 15, don't eat in front of the TV. It's scientifically proven that eating in front of the TV or while on a computer, tablet or smartphone will result in you eating more, eating less mindfully and hence eating too much. The distraction from eating will trick your body into keep on eating even after you've had enough. 
Eat with friends, family or alone, but turn the electrical equipment off and enjoy your meal. Number 16. Dump your scales. It's not about the scale. The focus, therefore, should be not on simply losing weight. The important things are having more energy, your clothes fitting better, having the freedom and movement to be able to sustain an active lifestyle, building positive eating, drinking and sleeping habits, and sharing fun times with your friends and family and enjoying the beauty of food. If you have a weighing skills at home, do yourself a favour and get rid of it. Healthy, sustainable and long-term weight loss is never linear. You'll weigh more in some weeks compared to others. If you're dependent on the scales to let you know how well you're doing, you will lose that drive and motivation to keep going in no time. Focus on the things in this article and the results will follow. Number 17. Get back on track when things go south. As I mentioned earlier, you'll have good days and bad days. Some days you'll nail your food prep, your training and your sleep. This will probably be a very productive day in work as well. On other days, you'll feel like you've gone completely off course. Don't worry about it. It happens to all of us. Just get back on track the next day. Beating yourself up about your nutritional misdemeanor will only cause you to stay in the negative cycle for longer than required. Cut yourself a break and get back to building your healthy routine as soon as possible. As far as treat meals goes, feel free to give yourself a bit of leeway once a week, but be honest with yourself about this one. If you've been off course with your nutrition all week, then having an additional treat meal at the weekend is probably going to be a bad idea. Number 18. Get more detailed coaching and help. Most people these days want the more detailed coaching and help before covering the basics. To be honest, this would be a waste of time and money. Spend some real time and effort implementing what you can from this list described here. And after that, if you want more detailed help, then get on board with a nutritional coach that you trust. Meal plans, macronutrient breakdowns and detailed nutrition logs are pretty much putting the cart before the horse if you've not been addressing the basics presented here. Remember that the responsibility is yours. It mightn't be easy, but it is simple. Do the basics, do them consistently and get back on track when you fall off the wagon. Number 19. Supplements. Another cart before the horse topic. Supplements can be useful as a cherry on top of a good nutrition uh, plan. Vitamin D, magnesium, zinc, fish oil, creatine and a protein supplement can have their place from time to time, but only after you've nailed the basics. So there you have it, 19 ways that you can start to improve your nutrition and diet pretty much straight away. If you enjoyed the show, please share it on your social media and with your friends and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. This helps big time with the ongoing progress at Rebel Matters. Don't forget to check out the rest of the episodes on ackley.ie, that's A-C-L-A-I.ie. And if you're in the market for some top drawer personal training, book a complimentary consultation through the same website and we'll help you achieve whatever goal you have in mind. As usual, the music on the podcast is by the band Keela and the track that we used is called Cardinal Knowledge, one of my favourite Keela tracks. Check them out at kila.ie, that's keela.ie. And at Ackley tonight, the 2nd of February at 8pm, we're showing the movie What Happened Miss Simone as part of our movie club. Also keep an eye out for our upcoming book club meetings, Irish lessons, loan more long table lunches and other get-togethers. Good day and Kedarella, Cara, Kenny Fiore.